Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. It means the world to me. Today, we're gonna be talking about doing the hard thing and how it might be that missing puzzle piece between you and achieving the life that you dream of. Life is a crazy, crazy journey filled with countless opportunities for growth and self-discovery, and it feels like every single day, we just learn a little bit more about ourselves. And throughout that whole process and that whole journey, it can be really easy to be lured by the path of least resistance. At least I know that's how it feels for me. When I look at something that I know would be very challenging, but it might benefit me, but then I look at something that would be maybe less challenging and it would still benefit me, but just not as much, I am pretty much always going to take the path of least resistance. And we as humans are practically hardwired to do so. If we see a path that will give us great results with little effort, we are probably going to take that path. But unfortunately, on the other hand, it also means that we sometimes miss out on really, really, really amazing things just because we fear the challenge. I will be the first to say that I seek comfort. I don't like to challenge myself. If I think that something might be a little bit too difficult for me, I'm not always jumping into doing it. This has been especially true whenever it comes to like my physical limits. So my boyfriend and I just started going on runs lately and I mentally break during a run. My mind starts to break far before my body does and I kind of just give into it. And obviously this isn't something that you necessarily want to do if you're trying to grow in your life and you're trying to really be the person who you are set out to be. But the reality is, is that it's really easy to just take the easy path. It's really easy to just let go of resistance and just kind of go with the flow. However, this is the problem that I have realized. I have realized that when I don't do the hard thing, I know deep within my heart that I'm lacking that true fulfillment. I'm lacking that need for a challenge. I feel like I, you know, want a challenge, but at the same time, when I'm really faced with it, I kind of back off towards it. And it's this weird balance of knowing that you need to push yourself to grow, but also being really comfortable with where you're at so you don't really want to push yourself. I think that this is a weird stagnant place that a lot of us find ourselves in. We get in a good routine, we get in a good mindset, and we just start feeling comfortable with where we're at. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with feeling content in life. I think that that's something that we should kind of strive for in certain terms. But at the same time, we really need to be asking ourselves, can we achieve more but maybe we're afraid. Can we achieve more, but maybe we just don't wanna put in the effort? I had to kind of dig deep and ask myself that question. And ultimately I decided that I do want more. I want more from my life. I want to be more, I wanna see more, I wanna do more. And in order to do so, I need to just do the hard thing. So today we're gonna be really deep diving into practical tips and strategies to help you start doing the hard thing. This is really gonna help you unlock your inner strength, expand your horizons and unlock your fullest potential which is exactly what I want you to do. So if you're ready to do the hard thing, keep listening, let's get into it. Number one, identify your goals and purpose. To begin doing the hard thing, it's absolutely essential to have a clear understanding of your goals and purpose. I feel like I talk about goals and your why and your purpose all the time, so I'm gonna save you guys the time and just shorten it out for you. To identify what your goal is, you're gonna wanna take time to reflect on what truly matters to you and what you aspire to achieve. I want you to really define your long-term vision and then break it down 
into smaller, more manageable goals. It should look like a system of steps going up to the massive goal at the very top. For example, if you're trying to run a marathon, you're going to start with running one mile and then maybe two, three, four, five, and so on. I want you to visualize a staircase leading up to what you really, really, really want to achieve. Deep within your heart, what is it you want to achieve? Put it at the tippy top of a staircase and figure out how to make mini goals on your way there. Having a sense of purpose will fuel your motivation and really give you a solid foundation from which you can then tackle different challenges. Number two, and the most important thing that we are going to talk about today is embracing a growth mindset. Adopting a growth mindset is crucial when facing the hard thing. You really need to understand that challenges are opportunities for growth and learning rather than these somewhat strange obstacles that we don't really want to face. This was the point that I personally really got stuck at because I think it's really easy to look at our lives and feel really comfortable with where we're at. There are so many things that can hold us back, whether that be fear or imposter syndrome or, you know, the thoughts and actions of others. There are so many things that can put us in a place where we're not meant to be and prevent us from growing. But I am telling you that you are meant for so much more than you might think. And the only way you're going to be able to get there is to really embrace this growth mindset. Embrace the belief that with effort, dedication, and resilience, you can acquire new skills and overcome any difficulty no matter what it looks like. This is tricky and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and say that it's a really easy thing to just jump in and do. I was in a really closed mindset for a long time and a lot of that had to do with just the experiences that I have in life like many of us do. We experience things that make us feel small, we experience things that make us feel like we're not meant for more and like we're not supposed to be something bigger than we are now. And when we have those thoughts and emotions towards ourselves, we have no reason to grow from that point on. And it's such a crazy thing to think about, but it's honestly really true. You know, if we don't believe in ourselves, why are we ever going to try for more? Why are we ever going to try to grow? Why are we going to try to achieve new things and, you know, go after bigger dreams? It all starts with that growth mindset. The idea that we're able to build bigger, we're able to grow bigger, we're able to overcome anything, and that's because we're really cultivating a positive attitude towards failure. If you struggle with failure in the sense that you really let it get you down and you let it eat at you, I really need you to stop doing that and really start viewing it as a stepping stone towards success. If you're somebody who views failure as a bad thing, I really want you to try and reframe your mindset towards it. I was always a straight A student throughout middle school and high school and college up until one philosophy class where I encountered truth tables and for the life of me had the hardest time doing them. And it felt so silly to me because I felt like I was doing so many more difficult things and projects and, you know, equations and just all sorts of stuff that I was like, okay, a truth table is what's going to stop me. It just didn't make sense to me, especially since I always viewed myself as being good at philosophy. They were always classes that I really enjoyed. I always excelled in them. And so when I encountered this setback or this failure, I really, really, really let it eat me up. And I didn't really know what to do about it. Coming from the perspective of someone who's never gotten less than a 90 on anything, getting my first C was a really big deal. And I know that that might sound super silly to certain people, but to other people who do value that sort of academic achievement in the way that I did, I'm sure you can understand what I'm saying. It felt like I had failed. It felt like I had destroyed this legacy that I had built for myself of being a straight A student. And I felt like I was just failing and I didn't really see the point in trying at it again. But after taking that college course and getting a C in it, I acknowledged that A, college was going to be harder than I thought and B, I was going to have to try again if I was going to regain any sort of academic confidence. And so 
that summer I enrolled in a single course, that same philosophy course, and I decided that I would try and retake it. And then after copious amounts of studying and homework and just really trying hard on those dang tests, I ended up getting an A in that course. And what it made me realize was that that initial time I took that philosophy course, it wasn't a setback, it wasn't a failure, it wasn't something that I had to be ashamed of or, you know, not try again to overcome. It was just a stepping stone. It was just a stepping stone in me learning to be less hard on myself academically, which ultimately benefited me throughout the rest of college. That B or that C or that D or maybe even that F was gonna happen at some point. And so getting it early on in college really took so much pressure off and instead allowed me to enjoy other extracurricular things without the pressure of my academics. So when I look back on it, I have a really positive attitude towards that failure because even if it wasn't a failure in the typical sense, it was a failure to me and now I'm able to view it as a stepping stone towards a really positive college experience. By cultivating a growth mindset, you're really going to learn to approach challenges with curiosity and determination instead of fear. And once you can overcome that, nothing is going to be able to stop you. Number three, start with small challenges. Sometimes the hardest part is literally just taking the first step. I can't tell you how many times I felt paralyzed in the amount of work I had to do, how many times I felt so overwhelmed that I was just wanting to give up. I just didn't want to deal with my work. I was like, okay, I'm just going to quit. I don't need this. It's not worth the stress. I can't tell you how many times I felt so overwhelmed that I couldn't even take that first small step. And that's because I never offered myself a small step. I only offered myself these giant challenges and big aspirational goals that felt too big to achieve in one go. What I've learned from that is you really need to start small. If you're trying to do the hard thing, start with something small first. If you're feeling like you really don't want to do your homework that day, start with the smallest, tiniest, littlest assignment that you have. Once you complete it, then reassess and see if you're ready to move on. Chances are it's going to ignite that motivation within you and really put you on a path towards success. When you're doing the hard thing, when you're doing everything in life that you thought was too big for you, that you thought you couldn't do, you're never gonna be able to get to that point without starting somewhere. My partner and I have this thing where we just look at each other and we're like, okay, we really need to just start. Sometimes it'll be a weekend and we've been putting cleaning off all week, but we decide that we just need to start. If we just do one small dish, if we just do one load of laundry, if we just start small, then those bigger things are gonna feel way, way, way less intimidating. Essentially what you're doing here is you're starting small manageable challenges to build your confidence and then that'll really allow you to develop the necessary skills and mindset to tackle bigger ones. Eventually, you're going to be able to look the hard thing right in the eye and just do it. But we all start somewhere and that's what I really want you guys to remember today. We don't need to go out and do the hardest thing known to man. We can really start with something that's hard towards us but still achievable in the sense that it's small enough to where we're able to finish it out. Once we finish one thing, we can move on to the next and then get the hard thing done. Number four, cultivate discipline and consistency. Doing the hard thing means doing things when we're not always comfortable. We're going to have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone and just get it done in order to be successful, in order to achieve what we want to achieve. And while we're navigating this whole process, we really want to be disciplined with ourselves and also really, really, really consistent. Commit to a regular practice of pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Something that I experienced is I would do something to, you know, push myself out of my comfort zone and to do the hard thing, but then I wouldn't do it again for a week or two weeks or even a month. As that time passes, so 
does your familiarity with doing the hard thing? And we don't want that to happen. We want doing the hard thing to become something that is so second nature to us that we just jump straight into it. We want doing the hard thing to feel easy to us, even if it might be really, really hard. So to practice this, I want you to set aside dedicated time each day or maybe every week to work on your challenges, even when the motivation might not be there, because it's not always going to be there. And that's where discipline comes in. Discipline is what allows you to build momentum and make steady progress towards your goals, even when that motivation isn't there. I've talked about this before, but sometimes motivation isn't all it's cracked up to be. Sometimes we need to be disciplined in order to continuously achieve what we want to do. So then when we combine those two things and we try to cultivate discipline and consistency, we're able to see the true benefits and the true progress towards doing the hard thing. And finally, number five, reflect, learn, and adapt. After each challenge, I want you to take time to reflect on your experience. What was it like? How did it go? Identify what worked for you and what could be improved. The goal here is to learn from both your successes and your failures. Like we mentioned earlier, there is no such thing as a negative failure, only a learning opportunity. By extracting those valuable lessons, you're really going to be able to inform your approach for future challenges. And that's really what we want to be doing. Adapt your strategies for doing the hard thing. Change up your mindset. Do different things while you're doing the hard thing. There is no one size fits all for doing the hard thing. It's going to be completely up to you and what works for you, your life, your mindset, and your motivation levels. But if you continuously reflect, learn, and adapt from what you are doing, you're only going to get better. And I think it's so important because that's usually where I get stuck. I get stuck in the failure part of the process. I get stuck in the not learning from my mistakes. I get stuck in the not trusting the process for all it is. And if you're somebody who does that too, and you just feel like you're lacking faith in yourself, and you just don't feel like you're going to be able to do what you want to do, I would encourage you to go out and do the hard thing. Whatever might be on your to-do list today, whatever is on your schedule for the week that you deem as hard, go out and do it. Do it first, do it before you procrastinate, do it before you do all the other little things you need to do. It doesn't matter if you do it well, just do it. And before I start sounding too much like a Nike ad, I better wrap this up. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. It means the world to me. I'm so happy that you took time out of your day to listen, and I really hope that you were able to gain some practical tips for starting to do the hard thing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it, and it also really helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. Now go out and do the hard thing. I believe in you. You can absolutely do it. Do the hard thing. No questions asked. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.